what a pleasant way to spend an evening. The Flyers did what I thought they might. They quit. The Flyers lay down and quit like the dogs that they are. Woof. The Flyers hung in there for a bit. Malkin made it 1-0. The Penguins' power play somehow managed to score without Hornquist. And after that goal, Philadelphia had a big flurry. But then, enter Phil Kessel. No doubt having been stung by all that criticism in the Post-Gazette. Kessel buries one against the run of play. Two-zip Pittsburgh. And then the Flyers quit. Quit like dogs. The fans quit. The whole building quit. The Flyers couldn't even muster the energy to hack and whack. Except for that big slash by Reed on Broussard. What a loser. Here's where the quitting was most evident. Crosby was in a foot race with Giroux. Sid won the foot race. And then Giroux totally quit on the play. Sid's behind the net and walks the puck out front and scores. The 4-0 goal. When Neuvert was guarding the wrong side of the net. Here's our captain. There's your captain. Now go home and get your shine box. This is the Mark Madden Show. Three down and one to go. You can call me by phone, 412-333-WXDX, or follow me on Twitter, at MarkMaddenX. Couturier says he might play tomorrow. He won't. He didn't skate today. He's done. Why take a risk for a lost cause? Matt Murray got shaken up at practice today and was down for a few minutes. But Murray did continue to practice, and the Penguins say he's fine, so okay. Exhale. Last night was simply delightful. The Penguins really didn't rub it in like they could have at Philadelphia. Well, I mean, okay, Shane did score. The guy who didn't score for 79 games last season. Hey, let's set Shane up. That'd be funny. And Shane, he's just glad to get set up. Mata with a great flip pass, 5-love. All the Penguin Stars scored, Sid, Gino, Kessel, and Latang. The Flyers have used three goaltenders in this series in just four games, and Crosby has scored on each of them. What Sid's doing to the Flyers, well, if the Flyers were underage, you'd have to call child welfare. It's like an outtake from Mommy Dearest. Matt Murray was brilliant again. He held the fort early again. He got the shutout again. Matt Murray has stopped 35 out of 36 shots in the first periods of this series. And in each of the wins, there's been a defining moment for Murray. Like last night in the first period, that barrage right before the Kessel goal, and also the stop, on Konecki's breakaway. I don't know how the Flyers make a fist of it tomorrow night at PPG Paints Arena. The Flyers have been outscored 17-1 in the three losses, and to repeat, the Flyers quit last night. Their captain quit last night. And the Flyers know there's no chance of winning three straight games, so 
Let's get ready to shake hands, and I'll bring the Purell. You got a great game tonight. Let's see if Washington and Columbus can go to overtime again. And let's watch Boston and Toronto try and kill each other. That's good TV. Two games tonight to watch. I think there's a late game. Didn't strike me as particularly appealing. If Toronto wins tonight and holds serve at home, maybe the Maple Leafs can yet make a series of it. 412-333-9939, the number to call. No, wait, just two games tonight. Period. Bruins at Maple Leafs, Capitals at the Blue Jackets. I love watching games the night after a Penguins win. You're up three games to one on the old enemy. Game five is at home. So turn on the TV and let's watch the Caps and Jackets wear each other out and hope for injuries. Pop some popcorn and break out the Coors Light. Uh, Crosby passed Mario Lemieux in all-time playoff points last night. The franchise record. Sid's number one now for the Penguins. And Gino is only 10 points behind Mario. It begs the question, could Sidney Crosby ever surpass Mario Lemieux's accomplishments in the eyes of Penguins fans? I will address that at length next hour. You can address it now by calling 412-333-WXDX. Game 5 is tomorrow night at PPG Paints Arena. I'll be doing my show at Buford's beforehand. And hopefully game five, that's it for the series. I respect the process of the playoffs. You need four wins and all that. But again, I just cannot imagine any way the Flyers get back in this series. I just can't. They don't have Couturier. Their captain is spineless. He's like Pinto in Animal House. He's the one guy who just sits there while Belushi leads the charge out the door. Their goaltending is putrid, like we knew it would be. Their defense is putrid, like we knew it would be. Their coaching is clueless, like we knew it would be. And the Penguins are playing very well. So, just end it. Stop the fight. It's still snowing in Pittsburgh. Holy heck. Where's the global warning when you need it? Oh, and the Pirates won yesterday at home against Colorado. And tonight they open up a four-game series at Philadelphia. So perhaps the Pirates can also win four games against Philadelphia. Hey, here's a development I did not see coming, although I'm very pleased that it's happened. Remember when Mike Zamanek got fired by Al Equippa, high school football, as head coach, after all those championships and all those title games, the last 10 in a row to be exact? What a joke that was. Get rid of the old white guy. Well, that old white guy is the new head coach at Ringgold High School at 74 years old. That's amazing and good for Mike Zemanek. Ringgold was 3-6 and six last year, but made the playoffs the seven years before that. They play 4A. That's Joe Montana country. Zemanek will get Ringgold cooking. You watch. Here's a tweet from Eric Goldstein, who covers the Flyers in Philadelphia. The Flyers might not be the problem. The Penguins are just too damn good. They have a championship level of play, and Philly does not. To which I can only add, and you can't teach that. This is the Mark Madden Show. 
I talk and you listen, except when it's the other way around, which is almost never. 412-333-WXDX. Can Sidney Crosby catch Mario Lemieux in terms of career accomplishment and perception by Penguin fans? What does Sid have to do to do that? 412-333-WXDX. And now the super genius, Mark Madden. Yeah, you doing, Mr. Madden? Big fan. Super genius. I love the show. What he likes ain't legal nowhere but Medellin. The X at 105.9. The Flyers don't do the national anthem before games. They don't do the Star Spangled Banner. Instead, they do God Bless America. That's because it used to be a good luck song back when the Flyers won cups in 1974 and 75. They used a recorded version by Kate Smith back then, and they used to bring Kate Smith out live before big games. Big woman, Kate Smith. So now... Lauren Hart sings God Bless America. She's the daughter of the former Flyers broadcaster, the late Gene Hart. And Lauren Hart does a duet, kind of, with Kate Smith on the Jumbotron. It's, it, it's weird is what it is. And somebody should tell the Flyers, look, Kate Smith is dead. Gene Hart is dead. You haven't won a Stanley Cup in 43 years. Maybe this song just doesn't invoke good luck anymore. What with all the losing and dead people? It's like the playoff beard tradition. 16 teams grow playoff beards every year for good luck, and only one team wins. So where's the good luck? Sidney Crosby is now the Penguins' all-time playoff scoring leader. In your mind, does he have a chance to catch Mario Lemieux in terms of accomplishment, and in terms of perception by Penguin fans. I'll give you my opinion at the top of the hour, but right now let's go to Alyssa in Gibsonia. Alyssa, you're on with Double M. First-time caller, um, glad to be on your show. To answer your question, my opinion, Crosby and Lemieux. Um, I love Crosby, love Lemieux, I've been a fan since the 80s, and I don't think right now, in my opinion, Crosby is at the same level as Lemieux because Lemieux, he pretty much financially saved the Penguins and rescued them, and then he came back from Hodgkins. Um, Lemieux certainly is a better story, no question. And for my money, and I'll expand on this later, Lemieux's the best hockey player ever. But what if Sid would win like four or five Stanley Cups as a player? Um. That's wonderful for him, his accomplishment for the Penguins. It would be wonderful for all of yeah. us, Alyssa. It really would. Yeah, but I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think he would reach that. I mean, if he saved the Penguins, like there was another financial problem or something outside of hockey, but still. If there's another financial hockey, problem yeah. and Sid winds up the owner of the Penguins like Mario did, <laughs> boy, we certainly haven't learned our lesson. <laughs> Let's go to Keith in Springdale. Keith, you're on with Mark. Uh, hi, Mark. Glad to talk to you. Right. Uh, my my take on um, Crosby. Crosby, in my mind, he's more like a Wayne Gretzky, and it's going to be the same argument. Who was better, Gretzky or Lemieux? And, you know, Crosby's going to end up with more points, more awards, all that. But... I don't think he is going to wind up with more awards than Mario. Or Gretzky, for that matter. Okay. He might wind up with not, more points, not, not although I think it's going to be a tight Gretzky. race for that to happen. Uh, what's your point exactly? 
He's going to have more points than Lemieux. He's going to have more cups. He already has more cups than Lemieux. But he is not the, as good of a player as Lemieux. And just anytime Lemieux had a chance to score a goal, wide open shot, basically the puck was in the net. No, he, he didn't shoot 100% from the field. He was pretty good, but he didn't shoot yeah. 100% from the field. He much better than Crosby. Crosby, uh, yeah, you, you see, know, not, not, you know what you're player. doing that I don't he like. You know what I'm. Open. You know what you're doing that I don't like. You're making Crosby sound inferior. Okay, and I don't like it. Okay, I don't feel he is. He's the no, no. That's the way you're making it sound, the though. Third best player and, of all time. Well, now you're exaggerating. He's not he, at this point. I don't. I don't think he is the third the best player of all finished, time. But it's not not right now. But I got a feeling by the time he's finished, he will be. Well, if he has five cups, where's he rank? Yep. What if he has six yep. cups? Never Which know. don't get me wrong, I'm just I'm just hoping for four. Let's go to Jim. Jim in Breckenridge. Jim, you're on with Double M. Good afternoon, Mr. Madden. How are you today? What up? I think Mario is a better goal scorer, no doubt. Uh, but one of the problems that Sid has is he's in Pittsburgh, and Pittsburgh has a hard time letting go of things of the past, like, you know, 70 Steelers. That's, I mean, they were great, but you got to look at what you have in front of you. Uh, yeah, I, I really don't want to let go of Mario Lemieux myself. I think he's the greatest hockey player of all time. Oh, no doubt. There's nobody that can hold a candle to him. I mean, he was just... Well, there amazing. are a few that could grab the candle, but I get your drift. Yeah, but in hockey, he is the most sensational all-around two-way player in the game. I mean, he's a sensational passer. And oh, right now, you mean? It. Well, we're not, we're not oh, debating yeah. right now. Sid, Sid is proving in the playoffs that he's the best player in hockey especially when there's money on the table. And, you know, we can talk about Connor McDavid and his point total and whether he should be MVP. His team didn't even make the playoffs. Without, without a doubt. They were supposed I mean, to contend to win the West and didn't even make the playoffs. Let's go to Byron in the car. Byron, you're on with Double M. Yeah, thanks, King. Hey, uh Two things, if I may. First thing, I, I maybe you can clear this up since you are the super genius. I thought the whole time Flyer fans would yell out when Crosby had to pop, Crosby sucks. But after listening a little bit closer, I think they're saying, because we suck. I yeah, you thought that saying. would be funny. It's not. Goodbye. At the end of the game, they were chanting, fire, hackstall. And, you know, I don't think he's Scott Bowman, but I don't think this is necessarily his fault either. That that Jamoke I quoted before from the Philadelphia media, he hit the nail on the head. The Penguins are just better, way better. Let's go to Ed in Long Island, New York. Ed, you're on with Double M. All right, great. Uh, yeah, Pittsburgh is blessed to have two great athletes in Crosby and Lemieux. As far as what Lemieux has done for the city with all his charities and Keeping the team in Pittsburgh, uh, that would be very tough to beat. But overall, you can't beat what Crosby's doing. He's an amazing player. Well, as I'll expand on at 4 o'clock, I, I think Mario's still numero uno head honcho. And I think Sid would have to... I mean, even though Sid's career arc, especially in terms of winning, still appears on the upswing, 
I can't imagine what Sid would have to do in my mind for him to pass Mario in my estimation. And the charity and stuff, I'm trying to leave that out of the equation, but it is hard. Trying to leave the Penguins out of the equation, saving the club, but it is hard. I'm trying to think about just on the ice. Let's go to Kenny in Finleyville. Kenny, you're on with the Super Genius. Awesome show. Right. I think we ought to at least wait till he retires to judge him. Yeah, we're not going to do that. i got three hours to fill today. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Virgil in the Hill District. Virgil, you're on with Double M. What up, man? What up, man? Hey, so two arguments for each. When they do the adjusted scoring, Sid's still behind Mario and Gretzky, you know, because they say how much scoring was up during that era. Secondly, and you can pick any stat that favors one of them. See, but I, I hate that adjusted scoring, Virgil. What happened, happened. Right. And now, and here's, here's my, and maybe you can, you can agree with this or you could say I'm an idiot. Sid's worst year plus minus, and plus minus is what it is, was minus one. That was his rookie year. Mario's is minus 35 his rookie year. The next two years. Oh, but, year, but, but Sid was never on a team as bad as Mario. Right. Total, total agreement, Mark. So for me, I guess if people can, can swallow this, for his size, Mario, you know, six foot two, six foot one and above, greatest player ever. I know I'm, I'm picking apart here, but the person who made better people around them for me is Sid because there's been. I don't know, you know about that. Does the name Warren Young ring a bell? Yeah, I know, I know, I know. Robbie Brown, you heard of him? Yeah, oh, yeah, and his only good year was with Mario. I know. I this It's just so tough, but for me, I mean, if he gets to one or two more Stanley Cups, that that could be enough of a ter- determining factor. But Mar- well, here's why it's a tough debate. They're such different players, such very different players, playing in different eras. The game changing so much between then and now. Hey, I'm not asking anybody to make a choice. How great is this to have the one guy dominate and retire, then he becomes the owner, and the other guy comes in and dominates, and the team never misses a beat. It just keeps winning five championships. In total, we have Josh Joey at 4.30, Dan Rosen from NHL.com at 5 o'clock. It's the Mark Madden Show on 105.9. This is Sidney Crosby of the Pittsburgh Penguins. You're listening to Mark Madden and the best hockey talk on 105.9 DX. I was watching Roadhouse last night. Because if it's on, I'm going to watch it. And the old guy with the beard, the landlord, rents out the top floor of his barn to Dalton. There's that scene where he sees Dalton's BMW and he gazes up at the sky like he's just witnessed a miracle. Dude, I know you live in the sticks, but are you telling me you've never seen a BMW before? And then Dalton is out by the lake doing all his karate. It looked like, what was that kind of karate that Mr. Miyagi taught Daniel-san in the third installment. Oh, Kata. And Daniel dragged out the Kata to beat karate bad boy Mike Barnes. Penguins beat Philly last night. Philly quit. Let's see if they quit again tomorrow. That's certainly the way to bet. That Phil Kessel goal last night was why Phil and Gino need to play together. Who else could lay that pass right on Phil's tape? Cross rank through a couple Philadelphia sticks right on the tape. Phil gets a good shot on goal and plays pinball. Off the leg, off the post, off the leg, and into the net. 
barely, but it counted. Phil needs that. He needs a feed like that, the opportunities like that, if he's going to maximize five on five. And I think Gino is the most likely to create them for number 81. No offense to Broussard and by the by, I love that Broussard rust sherry line and the way it's played so far. Uh, the Penguins played real well defensively. Again, all those mistakes and odd man breaks that allowed, they've dried up. The Penguins have flipped a lot of switches. First and foremost, perhaps the switch that has them playing better defense. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. We're debating what Sid has to do to overtake Mario in the perception of Pittsburgh fans. Let's go to Jason in the car. Jason, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. How you doing? Hey, Jason. Uh, you know, I don't think Sid can pass Mario in terms of perception just because if it wasn't for Mario, every – thing that Sid would be accomplishing would be for the Kansas City Penguins and not the Pittsburgh Yeah, we, we don't know that for sure, and I prefer to think of it in terms of what each did on the ice. And also, I, I just think that, um, you know, I don't remember Mario having, like, the years of disappointment in the playoffs that Sid and the Penguins had for those four or five years under Bilesma. I don't remember that happening with Mario. With you, they, you sure you know, about that? I'm not sure. I just don't remember because I was young. Yeah, th- there were... Put it this way, uh, for example, uh, when Pittsburgh lost to Florida in Game 7 in 96, I don't believe Mario scored in that game. In fact, I know he didn't. Peter Nedved got the only goal. Uh, but but Mario's being gang-tackled the whole game, too. I wouldn't call that a failure. It's just the ups and downs of, of a hockey player, even the best hockey player. Uh, Sid's had his anxious moments in, in situations, too, so... I'm not going to nitpick. I just think that given Mario's scoring, just the raw stats and the way he looked out there, the difference in styles, I think for Sid to even have a chance to catch Mario perception, he'd have to win a couple more cups. But let me tell you, if Sid wins five cups, and I'm just looking for four first, and then five right away, but, uh, but you know, that, that would be five cups would be a heck of a resume. Gretzky only had four. I mean, how many guys have five cups? Let's talk to Adam in the car. Adam, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. How you doing? What up? Uh, I think that you were right. You just said it yourself. Mario, he played and he was gang-tackled every game. New York used to have... Well, not, not the beginning of his career, but as his career uh, progressed, as, as he put more years in, the league really became a clutch-and-grab league. So don't you think if he swapped the two players in eras, Crosby with his size, I don't think he would put up near the numbers that he has. And Mario... If Crosby in Mario's era, numbers. the open play era, like, like you're just citing the mid-90s. What about the late 80s when it was when it was just really wide open? Wasn't there two-line passes and everything then, too, though? No, there was that no two-line passes then. Mario still no seemed to get a bunch passes. of breakaways. You know, uh, you're kind of nitpicking. I think if Sid plays in the Mario era, the late '80s era, he gets like a buck seventy some years. Yeah, I, you know, I just think we're we're great that we have the chance to watch both of these guys. No question, and Colby Armstrong too. Let's go to Rick in Dormont. Rick, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark, you kind of touched on it whenever you talked about the statistics, but um, there are no 
there are no more 199-point seasons, which I think is probably the main roadblock that Sid faces. But if he wins four cups in a row, how can you argue with that? What do you mean four in a row? You mean the next two? Well, I mean, sure, yeah, the next two. Yeah, I hesitate. I, I, I agree that great players, part of how they're defined is team accomplishments, especially guys so team-oriented like Sid. But, uh, you know, Chris Letang would have four cups, too. Evgeny Malk yeah. would have four cups, too. Chris Kunitz has four cups right now. <laughs> ha- having won the one with, with, with Anaheim, but what if he wins this year with Tampa? Yeah, he'd have five cups. Like he said, how many guys have five cups? Chris Kunitz, if he wins this year. And a bunch of French guys from back in the 50s. And, and late, well, no, the late 70s. Oh, no, a lot of those late 70s Canadians. The Canadians won the four straight in 76, 77, 78, and 79. But they also won in 71. They won in 73. So they won five cups, six cups in a decade. And it was a lot of the same guys. Let's go to Dan and New Ken. Dan, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Um, I just think it's uh, this is a, a great conversation that uh, even we're doing this even comparison between these two. There's some for sports franchises that don't even have this type of talent. So I think we as a city are pretty fortunate. I, I don't know if we can differentiate between the two because they are both so great. So we're pretty fortunate. And the one thing I do want to say... God bless us, that, everyone. Yeah, yeah. And one, one thing I, I want to add, and I know we're going to have uh, some Steeler fans roll over here, I truly believe this Penguin dynasty is better than the Steeler dynasty in the 70s. And I was Not there. if they don't win this year, bro. Well, I, I understand what you're saying, but I think as a whole... Until the they win of, this year, you cannot logically make that argument. They well, won four times in six years. I, I, I follow what you're saying, but I think that it is, is a, a, a whole from, from 2008 until now, and I think we got a, a good three or four more years to make more runs. They can approach the that. They have not yet. 412-333-9939 is the number to call. Let, let's keep in our pants. I mean, although I'm guilty, too, because I think about, boy, what if you won five in a row or four or three? And, and I come back to earth and say, really, I just want to win this year. That's all that matters to me is winning this year. Uh there were a couple more headshots in the NHL last night. Hartman from Nashville, the one he threw was probably the worst. Uh, Ken Dryden is right. Speaking of the old Canadians, he was the Canadians goalie in the 70s. The NHL should penalize any shot to the head. A shot to the head is a penalty, an ejection, and suspension. That's the only way to ever cut it down. Don't worry about accidental or not. Just penalize every shot to the head. Let's talk to Grant on Route 79. Grant, you're on with Double M. Yeah, Double M. Speaking of uh, Mario and Sid, don't you think that the millennials with the social media, things like that, that they're always going to find Sid superior, whereas those that I don't sense that's happened uh, on this show, and I haven't followed this argument on social media. I I, I don't know. But, But you know what? I think it's always healthy when a generation 
thinks the guy they saw, the guy of their generation, who played in their generation, I think it's healthy when they say that guy's the best. That's what they should think. Don't you agree? Exactly. Exactly. It's who they saw. It's who they witnessed. And like, it, 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 but Pittsburgh's not always down with that way of thinking, bro. For example, when Ben was winning Super Bowls a couple of years ago, yeah, a lot of people who were young said, oh, there's no way they're better than the Steelers of the 70s, even though they never saw or, or barely remember the Steelers of the 70s. Same thing with people not wanting to give Barry Bonds credit and saying Clemente was better, even though they were uh, in the era where they watched Bonds, where you know Bonds was, was of that generation. So uh, Pittsburgh likes to look back. Even, even young people like to look back at things they never witnessed but still somehow believe was great due to the faith of their fathers, I suppose. Let's go to Matt in Baldwin. Matt, you're on with the super genius. Hey, Mark, how are you doing? Great. Good, good. Hey, uh, I just wanted to say that, uh, well, I love them both. I've been watching them for, for a long time. Um, I just think the speed of the game, the, the comparison between Mario Lemieux's the goalies, the size of the defenseman, the speed of the game has really, really changed them. Well, the style eyes. of the game, too. The, the game yeah. back then, though, was more skillful. Yeah. You might not want to admit that if you play hockey today, but today it's a straight-line game. You just go straight ahead all the time. That's why right. Sid, why his success is maximized. I really think Sid's the best grinder ever. Sid, if you're listening, I'm sorry. I know you hate that. <laughs> and and he has just perfected the straight line game. Nobody plays the hockey of this era better than Sidney Crosby. In fact, the hockey of this era is almost defined by him, just like Mario Lemieux defined hockey in his. Him and Ovechkin are the face of the NHL right now. Mario Lemieux, Yarmer Yager, all of them. He he had a pretty good surrounding cast as well. Um, but uh, like I said, I lo- I love them both. I you know what I mean. There's so I don't, I don't really compare them. I mean, in my opinion, of course, you know, I mean, I'm 47, but, I mean, I think Mario Lemieux is definitely just the best raw NHL player in my well, opinion. we'll both be dead soon, so what's the difference? Let's go to Jeff and Robinson. Jeff, you're on with Double M. What up, Jeff? Hey, uh, Mario brought hockey to Pittsburgh. No, he didn't. It was here long before I- he got here. I can remember sitting in a quarter full house. Oh, okay, but, 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 but you don't get, you, uh, bro, 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 you don't get to dismiss that, okay? You don't get to dismiss the people who were there before Mario, who loved the team before Mario, who played for the team before Mario. You just don't right. get to dismiss. Bro, bro, no, stop there. Stop, okay, goodbye, 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 because you don't get to dismiss that. You just don't effing get to dismiss that. You don't. I was one of those people, and I'll be honest, Take away the winning and the superstars and really all the stuff that counts, but take that away. It was more fun when there were only those 6,800 or whatever in the arena before Mario because those people all really loved it. They weren't there to be seen and to look at their cell phones, although there weren't any back then. They were there because they loved the team and loved the game, and we all knew each other. So you don't get to dismiss that. And not only that, when they were winning in the 70s, when they had like that team that blew the three games to not lead, they drew some pretty good crowds. Not consistent sellouts. Not every game is sellout. 
uh, like it is now. But nobody gets to dismiss that. Nobody gets to dismiss the pre-Mario era. Not on my watch. Did Mario make the Penguins great? Yes. Did he save the Penguins? Yes, in every way he could. But you don't get to dismiss that era. Happy birthday to Troy Pulamalu, 37 years old today. Uh, one of my favorite guests on the show and one of the very classiest men I have ever met. So classy, I can't believe he played in the NFL. I'm Mark Madden, 105.90X. Today is National High Five Day, as opposed to Score Five Day, which the Penguins celebrate just about every time they play the Flyers. The Penguins have played the Flyers seven times this year. The Penguins have won six of those games. And in five of those victories, the Penguins have scored exactly five goals. They scored seven goals in the other win. It makes you realize that uh, that 5-1 loss to Philly in Game 2 was a fluke. Elliott had a lucky game in goal for Philadelphia, and Sid missed a couple. He doesn't normally. And the Penguins hit three posts in the crossbar. I bet if Sid buries one of his chances in the second period, that uh, tap in at the crease with two seconds left, or the breakaway he had earlier, I bet if he scores one of those, the game goes to the break two to one flyers. And I bet the Penguins rally in the third period and maybe win. The disparity between the teams is huge and very evident. I said before the series that it was a mismatch on paper, and it's mostly been a mismatch on the ice, too. Uh, James Harris is still posting workout videos on social media. Dude, you're retired. What's the point? Harrison says he's got no problem with the Steelers organization. Well, that's good to know. Because that was definitely keeping me up nights. Let's go to Dave in Turtle Creek. Dave, you're on with Double M. Hey, what's up? I hope I'm not too late for this. But when you were talking about the perception of Crosby and Lemieux, can you please discuss the difference in the poise between the two of them in their on-ice game? I think both have incredible poise. I don't see a difference. Thank you very much, sir. That was weird. I mean, every player gets rattled from time to time, but I don't think that's been a hallmark, remotely speaking, of either Sid or Mario. Uh, no quarter brought to you by CW Electrical Services. Make the switch at CW Electrical Services Lost Com. Uh, there's a Twitter feed called Since Flyers Last Cup, and every day it updates how many days have been since the Flyers. Last one, the Stanley Cup in 1975. I don't know who would research this, but it just tweeted, if the Penguins score four goals and win the game tomorrow, their goals per playoff series in the last three years will be 19.75. And if you smell a new T-shirt coming out of this potentially, I don't know, that's a big effort, a lot of time too. Let's go to Jay in Las Vegas. Jay, you're on with Double M. Hey, Mark. Um, on the topic of con comparing Mario and Sid, or even just eras of hockey, um, I can't help but think about the removal of the two-line pass offsides and then just the sheer size of the goalie equipment. 
the goalie equipment size and the size of the goalies, for that matter, the the actual athletes, that's legitimate. The two-line pass thing, it didn't open up the game nearly as much as people thought it would. Uh, all got all teams did is move the trap back further. That's all. Right. So I, I just think I thought the, if you're comparing points per game, um, I, I think if Sid was shooting on goalies with those tiny pads, he would have a considerable higher. Yeah. What about Mario playing in a talent pool diluted by having 31 teams? Yeah. Very true. Again, what happened did. And as I'm going to get into at length in a moment, it's so difficult to compare across errors. Let's go to Brian on the north side. Brian, you're on with Double F. Hey, Mark. Uh, chiming in on uh, Marianne says, uh, I just want to compare, instead of uh, players, more of uh, errors as a kid growing up in Pittsburgh, uh, that Mary is always holding like a kind of legendary place. Um, yeah, that's because he's an actual legend. Well, yeah, I, I agree, and that's why it's hard to say being able to actually witness Sid play and the greatness he brings, there's always that uh, aura of Mario kind of in the back of your head, and that's like that's what hockey's are. You know, you know about, what? So. I disagree. I mean, there's not a bigger Mario Lemieux fan than me. When I watch the Penguins now rip it up, it, I don't think about Mario. I mean, well, until I, I see him I after the game, I, it just, it just, if you're a fan, and maybe it's because I've been around since day one, and I'm just so invested in the whole logo. I mean, I have great memories of Mario. Who who couldn't? Yeah. But, and I have great memories of Sid, you know, dating back to the start of his career here. I have great memories of Pierre LaRouche, Marc-Andre Fleury, guys who were long gone, Kevin Stevens. You know, I just have great memories of people in that logo doing incredible things. But then again, I'm not some guy who, I mean, I haven't worn somebody's name and number on my back since I was 13 years old. I approach things differently when it comes to sports. Y'all might not think I do. I do. And I know you probably think you approach it the right way. To me, a lot of you don't. It's not about the individual. Never has been. Up next, I will get deep, deep, deep inside the comparison between Mario Lemieux and Sidney Crosby. What does Sid have to do to catch up to Mario in terms of the perception of Penguins fans? Uh, this, of course, being spurred by Sid now being the Penguins' all-time playoff scoring leader. 105.9 The X.